Nobody talks about Jesus' miracle of having 12 close friends in his 30s. That's a little joke that has been going around the internet for about a year now. It's a cute reflection on the plight of young adults today who grow up in tight-knit high schools and college dorms, but who often move all over the country for work and are uprooted from their base of support. These young people struggle to maintain close friendships across long distances, and this problem often peaks when they hit their 30s. But it also makes me think about Jesus and the apostles. I would wager that the majority of us think about the apostles as nothing more than Jesus' close friends. Jesus was fully human after all, and he would have needed a social life just like any of us. Maybe it is a little odd that he had a formal ceremony after a night of prayer where he publicly chose these 12 close friends out of a group of a hundred or more of his followers. But hey, we can let the God-man be a little weird. Unfortunately for our commonly held beliefs, the biblical view of the apostles tells us that they were so much more than mere friends. Look at our second reading from Revelation, as it discusses the heavenly city Jerusalem, which is St. John's image of the church triumphant. The wall of the city had twelve courses of stones as its foundation, on which were inscribed the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. St. John places the apostles as the literal foundations of the church the stones on which the entire city is built. It is a core tenet of Catholic belief that the church is not accidental. Jesus intended to start a church, which would encompass all of his followers after the ascension. And in his plan to start a church, Jesus specifically chose 12 apostles who would be the seed and foundation of this new society. To put this another way, the church is not a voluntary association of people who believe in Jesus and want to hang out together. Instead, the church is a necessary and inescapable aspect of being a follower of Jesus. And the apostles are a constitutive characteristic of Jesus' church. Now, why would Jesus decide that his church needed apostles? That answer comes to us from our first reading. When a question arose among the followers of Jesus about what to do with Gentile believers, the nation church could easily have split. Instead, all the parties involved agreed that the apostles had the authority to answer this question in the name of the Lord. And when the apostles spoke on the matter, the question was considered to be settled. Jesus decided that his church needed apostles because questions would always arise about teaching and practice, and someone needed the authority to resolve these questions for the sake of the unity of the church. That authority is the apostles, united by Peter, who is head of the apostles. 
This has been an essential aspect of Catholicism since the first generation. Today's bishops are the successors to the apostles, and the bishop of Rome is the successor to Peter. When questions arise about doctrine or practice in the church, it is these bishops, united with the Pope, who have the authority to resolve these questions in the name of the Lord. We may ask, what is the alternative? If we want, we can see it on full display in Protestantism. Because a core tenet of Protestantism is the rejection of apostolic authority in favor of the authority of the individual believer. Unfortunately, beginning with the Marburg colloquy between Zwingli and Luther himself, every time a disputed question arises in the Protestant world, our Protestant brothers and sisters feel the need to split with each other and create new denominations. With no accepted authority to resolve the question, they have no other choice. Yes, bishops are flawed and broken human beings, like any of us, and we have seen the failure of these bishops on full display in recent years. We have seen how devastating it can be when these foundation stones are not strong enough to uphold the weight of their office. We have seen how the entire city suffers when the foundation is weak. And yet, because Jesus himself decided that it should be this way, the apostles remain the foundation. The city can be built upon nothing else. I thank God for the apostles, for their successors, and for the church he built upon them. And because it is certainly necessary, we pray for them today and every day, because we pray for them every single time we celebrate the Mass.